Welcome back to the Soft Tissue Revolution podcast version 2.0, where we teach manual therapists a new treatment system that does focus on working smarter, not harder, which will allow you to cut your treatment times by at least 50%, and in many situations, up to 75%, so you can stay healthy, avoid the dreaded burnout, and help a hell of a lot more people get out of pain without ever having to resort to pain pills, injections, or surgeries, which only make things worse. My name is Dr. Matt Maggio. Thank you so much for stopping by and checking out the show. Let's get right into it. How to handle a know-it-all client that tells you what and how to treat. So what inspired this episode? I had an interaction the other day with a new client during the whole process. I have a whole process. What I talk about all the time too, just a little side note. I'm gonna do a couple side notes throughout this episode just to give some context and help you learn and just be a better overall provider. Uh, I have a process and a system. It starts from, hey, getting them qualified that I can actually help and go through that as well. So I had an interaction the other day with a new client and a lot of it kind of came to a head during my functional evaluation where they were definitely one of those know-it-alls. They thought they knew more than they did. They tried to bully me, not bully me, like make fun of me, but kind of like handle the whole situation and they knew exactly what was wrong and questioning and, you know, asking me a million different questions. And I thought this would be a good opportunity to teach you and help you as well. So for the, what happened with this situation is I already qualified them. I talked about this on past episodes about the idea of I only work with people that I want to work with. And then after that, we did a full phone consultation to collect all the history about what's going on. Um, If you're not even taking a history, that's a problem as well. Like I said, a lot of manual therapists, they shy away from the critical thinking aspect of everything. Then we had them prepay, yes, prepay before they come in for the full 45 minute evaluation. Um, So basically what was happening is I have all my ducks in a row. I have an idea of what's going on. I've talked to them. I know that they're qualified and they've paid before they come in. I'm not sitting there like hoping they're gonna show up because if they don't show up, I just keep their money. So there was a couple of potential issues I saw during the consultation. So first off, this client, they worked in healthcare. Well, they said they worked in healthcare. They really did like approvals for workers' comp benefits, which is a joke anyway. But they thought they knew more about the injury. This client came in with like a low back problem. They thought they knew more about the injury just because they're in the field. They're not like actually doing the treatment. They're just processing the fucking paperwork. They're not doing anything, but they already wanted to let me know they knew more than they did. Um, They wanted to set that off quickly. Like, hey, I work in these cases and I see them all the time and I'm pretty sure it's gotta be this. Then they also said they had several members of their family or their close circle that had the same issue and got it fixed up pretty quick. That's bullshit too. I hate when people try to think it's like one thing and everyone has the same exact thing going on or you gotta see my provider, you gotta see this provider or they're great. Who knows, we have to get to the root cause of what's going on. And then they were really specific about what and where the problem was located. They kept just dialing in on this idea that they had piriformis syndrome. Yeah, they're like, I have piriformis syndrome. It's got to be the piriformis, blah, 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 piriformis, piriformis, piriformis. Then they would say like another muscle, like they just Wikipedia it before it came in. It's like, oh my God. So I'm like just sitting there banging my head against the wall, listening to this person tell me that they already knew what their problem was, but they hadn't got it fixed at all. But it's like, well, if you know what your problem is and why isn't it fixed? And just a quick side note on piriformis syndrome. Uh, piriformis syndrome is just bullshit. Anything with syndrome is just a, I, I guess a, Oh, a fancy word for saying 
they don't have a clue of what's going on. So a lot of people think it's piriformis syndrome, but it's actually something different. I'll cover that a little bit, little bit later as I dive into the episode a little bit more. Uh, this client also had an MRI done, and based off the MRI, they said to me that the the neurologist, the surgeon, the chiropractor, uh, the physical therapist, I don't they've seen a fucking ton of people, um, that nothing on the MRI could actually explain the symptoms about what was going on. Even though on that MRI, they were loaded up with like three or four levels of pretty significant disc injuries and degeneration in there as well. Another thing this client was doing, they were constantly cutting me off on the phone. Like I was trying to ask questions, explain what was going on. They were cutting me off. They wanted to get their two cents in and let me know that they were smarter than the average person because they work in workers' comp uh, insurance claims, which like I said, is bullshit. So reluctantly, Reluctantly, it was a big reluctantly. I had them come in for the exam because I'm always willing to give someone a chance. Um, I'm big on that. I'll give them a chance if they're willing to pay, they want to come in and they want to follow the process, that'll be great. But I also knew what I was going to be up against as I got into the exam. So, how did the exam actually go? Well, first off, it took a hell of a lot longer, more long, longer than it should have. Um, usually, I book out about 30 to 40 minutes for this. I ended up booking out an hour because I had a feeling that this was going to be more of a problem because they were constantly asking me questions about everything in anything. And a side note, another one of them side notes in this episode, in any situation, especially in the treatment side of things, there has to be what I call a social hierarchy. You know, basically there has to be an alpha in a situation and a beta. And in this situation, when you're the one answering all the questions, you get stuck in what I call the beta role and they try to railroad you. And that's when they start telling you what to do, how to do it, um, that they know better because you're stuck in that beta role. You have to be the alpha in the situation. There is a way to get these people back in line. And it really centers around hitting what I call expert talk, you know, like using big fancy words. Um, this person here, like I said, they were dead set that it had to be piriformis syndrome and piriformis muscle, and that was it. So how I approached it was this way. So once again, another side note, most of the time, the sciatic nerve in the muscle gets stuck to a deeper muscle. It's actually the, the gemellus group, uh, specifically the superior gemellus has 80% of contact with the nerve and the muscle there. It actually goes underneath the piriformis. So usually the piriformis is in a problem. It's like 5% of the time that it's actually piriformis. So it's really the deeper muscle. So when people say they have piriformis syndrome, it's not the right muscle. It's not causing the problem. They're treating the wrong thing. And if you're treating the wrong thing, you're treating the wrong problem. You can't fucking fix it. But I cover more of those details around that and more in depth in my training courses. And I explain a couple times on some YouTube videos and stuff like that. But long story short, it ain't the fucking piriformis muscle. So I started palpating and saying all the muscles out loud that I was palpating, making sure to sound like an expert, like I just saying every muscle in there. And then it got rid of the belief for her. Like I really focused in, I was like, hey, this is your piriformis muscle. And see this, it's actually moving good. There's no tension in it, there's no inflammation. And it's actually down here, you feel this. This is your superior gemellus and this is the branch of the sciatic nerve where it gets caught in there. See, I'm using big words sounding like um, fancy. And it got her off that idea that her problem must be one thing and instead a combination of factors. So after all of that, the roles were reversed and it was clear that I was now the alpha in the situation and she actually kind of shut up and stopped asking me a bunch of questions and trying to catch me on something 
um, you know, always trying to catch me like, oh, what about this? And what do you think of this? Like she kind of shut the fuck up because she realized, oh, this guy ain't fucking around. He knows what he's doing. So after I was done with the evaluation, I then proceeded to what I call a report of findings. This is me explaining exactly what was wrong how we're going to go about fixing it, the process, the scheduling, what it looks like. You know, I don't just say, hey, yeah, just let's get in there and, and, and do some shit and see what happens. Like, fuck, that's why you're struggling so much as a provider because you don't have a fucking plan. You're like, yep, let's just do some treatment. Yeah, come in when you want or whatever. No, I am the alpha. I am the person in charge. They are coming to me because they have a problem and I am solving their problem. I have to tell them exactly what they need to do. It's like getting a prescription from a doctor when you go in. They're not going to be like, hey, maybe take this and do a couple of this. It's like, this is what I need you to do. It's the same thing with treatment. You might be like, well, I'm not a doctor and I can't do that. It doesn't fucking matter. You can still tell them exactly what they need to do. Then it was time to present them with what I call the full treatment plan. And what I like to recommend and I always say is having them pay for at least eight visits up front. Sometimes I go 12, sometimes I go 16. It really just doesn't matter, but as long as they're committed to the process as they go, it holds the client accountable, holds you accountable and allows you to get the problem fixed where you're not just focusing on just making them feel better, you're actually getting them functioning better so they can eventually feel better as well because we need the commitment and we need the buy-in. Uh, but before I go through all that and I'm done with my report of findings, I always ask a question and it kind of goes like this. I say, I have, before I go through my process with you, I have one last question and it is my most important question is, okay, if I ask and they say, yeah. And I say, are you confident you're in the right place to get this problem fixed? Once again, are you confident you're in the right place to get this problem fixed? You need a definite yes. You don't get it like, oh, maybe I think so. I hope so. Like you have to confront that. Confront it right away and go in deep about what they need to see, what they need to hear. Because if you don't, on the back end, when you present them with price, you present them with a solution, they're going to have wishy-washy shit. And they're going to they're gonna go into what I call their rebuttals, where they're going to say they don't have the time, they don't have the money. They're going to say they need to ask permission of their spouse, all that stuff. But what all they're really saying is that they don't think you can solve their problem. So I like to know that right away from there. So what did this client do? It was an enthusiastic yes. And they had no problem paying for the treatment plan up front. And they were ready to go through the process. On another side note, I wasn't able to get this client in for like at least another week for treatment because, you know, I work on a waiting list and things like that. They messaged in a day later and asked if they could come in sooner because even just after doing the exam and the evaluation and doing some treatment diagnostic passes, they felt significantly better. So this person went from like high skepticism, um, questioning everything, thinking they knew what was wrong to being like, hey, you're you know what you're doing. You're you're the man, I guess. And this, you know, you're you're going to be the person who's going to fix my problem. And they look at me as a true solutions provider. So what can you learn from all this? Number one is have a process and a system to screen clients. You know, don't work with everybody. Work with people you truly want to work with that you know you're going to have success. Slow down to collect data. Then stick to a plan and only present a treatment option to a person you know is on board and you can help. Number two is continue to focus on showing them objective and functional data instead of just how they feel. You know, that can be such a big problem in my system. We have measurements and videos and pictures to really show that we're making an improvement in functional things because if things start moving better, they'll eventually start feeling better. And if you only address the symptoms, it's going to put you in a rough spot and you're going to be chasing something that could be a million different factors. Um, next thing is when someone is trying to railroad you, in a situation, take control and recognize it 
and address it right away. And if they do this during treatment where they're like, hey, I need you to like really focus on this area or I need you to use more pressure or use your elbow or whatever. They're like, I watched this video on Instagram and this guy told me to do this. Like he's a mobility expert. Get the fuck out of here. You need to address it and stop right away and explain why you're doing it and get clarification that they understand and that that shit ain't gonna fucking fly. And lastly is don't just try to be nice to people and provide a service. It's important to be nice, but don't just like kiss people's asses. Instead, focus on solving their problems and being the provider that tells them what they need to hear instead of what they want to hear. And this happens so much out there where it's like you get put in that beta role and then you're like, fuck, this person is a pain in the ass. They're not getting any better. They're not getting any better because you weren't the leader. You're trying to be their friend and hang out with them. Don't do that shit. Solve fucking problems. So that's all I got for you guys. Uh, If you like the show, share it with others that you know it can help. Go in and download our free training modules. And hey, here's the thing. Actually go through them because they are better than any paid course out there. And lastly, If you want to learn more, you want to do our immersive in-depth courses, like I said, you really want to cut those treatment times down to 50 to 75% less, take care of your body, avoid burnout, all that kind of stuff. Reach out to see if any of our approved CEU courses can help you or if our immersive courses can help you, but only after you've gone through the free trainings. And if you do reach out and ask questions or you fill out one of our applications and we write you back and you don't respond, that's fucking stupid. Don't be like that. Be nice. If you're actually reaching out and you're interested and our program coordinator reaches out to you, don't just ghost her like because you're wasting our time and you're wasting um, your time as well. I appreciate you guys listening, and I'll see you on the next one. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you want help on the path to being able to double your income all while working 50% less and being taken seriously as a healthcare provider, I have some great resources for you. Number one, get access to our free training modules and introduction to my system, The Peak Method. Number two, subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Soft Tissue Revolution. Links to all of this can be found in the show notes. Lastly, if you like the show, please leave us a five-star review and share it with others that you know it could help.